Two years ago, we made a significant student-focused shift in the academic structure of Onondaga Community College. The changes we made worked out so well, we've been invited to share our success story with the entire State University of New York system. That big change and why it worked is the topic of this edition of our podcast. Well, welcome to Chatting About College, a podcast originating from Onondaga Community College in Syracuse, New York. My name is Roger Mirabito. We record our conversation in the studios of our Broadcast Media Communications degree program. It's located in the Whitney Applied Technology Center on our campus. Well, we have two guests today on Chatting About College, Jenna Alexander, who's the director of our Student Advising and Coaching Network, and Professor Justin Feeney. He's our faculty school specialist in the School of Math, Science, and Engineering. Jenna, Justin, hello. Welcome to Chatting About College. Hi. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you, Roger. Great to have you both here. So let's turn back the clock a couple of years to the spring semester of 2020, as much as we want to remember 2020. In the very early stages of the COVID pandemic, we implemented a change which had long been worked on, and it was putting all of our degree and certificate programs into eight separate schools within Onondaga Community College. Can you give me some history or some background on that and what went into that whole process of creating these? So this work truly started in 2018 with the support from the college's Title III grant and consistent with the Guided Pathways principles. In 2019, the momentum really started with our goal of being able to implement the school model in the spring of 2020. In the spring of 2020, we were making the moves throughout campus into the schools, and then COVID happened. Then we quickly um, adjusted in order to be able to provide a virtual environment for our students to be able to get that support that they really needed, especially at that time. So at this point, we're two years into it. How have we seen it benefit students? OCC has lots of support services on our campus, and historically, they were kind of spread out. And we were finding or hearing from students that they were hard to find some of those support services that they needed. And so the schools kind of consolidated those. Each school now has those support services. And what it represents is a one-stop shop for students who are seeking help on advising, transfer, as well as career exploration. One way schools have helped is making things more convenient for students. It's also been very helpful for students in helping them explore their academic interests. Our schools now offer programming that is intentionally meant to expose them to the different careers that they could be leading to uh, in the in their degree. In the School of Computing and Applied Technologies, they recently had a career showcase mm -hmm. where there were over 15 different industries who came and spoke to our students. In the School of Business, they had an entrepreneurial panel of OCC alums. And then in the School of Math, Science, and Engineering, we have a, a seminar called the Journey to Science Seminar. And this is where we invite scientists from the local community to come in and talk about their their journey into science. And, and all of this is just meant to help students kind of first see that the path to a career might take some turns to it, that, that some of these professionals that they're hearing from maybe didn't know exactly what they wanted to do. And maybe that's reassuring to some of our students to, to just feel like, you know what, I don't have to have it all figured out. It also hopefully helps our students identify exactly what their long-term goal is here now at OCC. They came in not knowing they knew college was meant to help them figure that out. But through the, this type of programming, we're hoping that it, it helps them really kind of hone in on where they want to go after OCC. So the importance of students having a, a physical home space for each school 
school. We have a certain look, a certain color, and then all the support staff is right around in that same area. How important is all that to have that together? It really provides that sense of belonging for students mm-hmm. um, and being able to provide that intrusive intervention and being able to get to know our students. When an advisor or coach is talking to a student, they can really pick up where they left off the last time they met, which is critical. We're able to continue to talk about the goals that Justin mentioned and figuring out what's the best plan to reach those goals. We recognize that there's the non-academic barriers that may happen, um, and the coaches, the advisors, faculty specialists um, are all there to provide those support services for those students, which is, is so critical. When we get to pick up where we left off with the student, we are in a better position of knowing when we should advocate for that student or when we should encourage them to advocate for themselves. And, and that's important. You know, we don't really want our students feeling like they're off on their own mm-hmm. on certain matters that might be a little more technical or, or behind the scenes that maybe they shouldn't be having to advocate on, on that, 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 that we can maybe step in. But in other cases, you know, college is meant to be a time of growth for students. And, and when we know the student and what place they're at, we can better uh, know when it's appropriate to say, maybe this is your turn to, to take the lead on this. I'm right behind you. I got you. But but you, you take the lead here. So really those relationships that we've built really help to make the best type of help we can provide possible. I wanted to ask you about how critical the communication component of this is. Justin, I've heard you say before, a student's ability to get help is only a text message away. That's a great saying. At the time the schools started, we also got access to uh, a text messaging platform that Mm -hmm. we started using. And and really, that's become like our bread and butter for communicating with students. We can message with them in very personalized ways. uh, And and we find that students are more responsive. I don't know we were expecting to find how uh, much more they were willing to engage with us Mm -hmm. through a text message. But I guess it's not surprising in hindsight. They do seemingly a lot of text messaging in their personal life. And for us to be able to kind of slot in uh, to something they're very comfortable with, um, we've definitely leveraged. Uh, And so now we find that as we promote some of these um, events on campus about career exploration, et cetera, lots of students respond And sometimes they don't, and that's okay. And when they don't, we find it's interesting that they still keep that message so that later when an issue comes up, they they decide to search their inbox of text messages to reach out to us for help um, rather than search their email because we're we're still using email, but it seems it's just more convenient to go through the, the inbox of your text message. So So we get a lot of students reaching out for help through text, and uh, we're super happy to hear from them. The proactive outreach um, and communication that we've been able to um, implement has been really helpful as well, Um, especially with our new students uh, coming on board, making sure that they realize that they have that support right you know, right from the beginning. Um, And so throughout the summer, success coaches are reaching out, providing resources, wanting to get to know them, uh, making sure that they're prepared and that their questions have answers. Um, And so they know who to go to, which we have seen has helped tremendously. So we know students have benefited from it. I wonder what it's meant for faculty and staff internally and what it's done for those relationships. It's been wonderful to see the collaboration and the partnership. Prior to rolling out the school's model, advising was centralized in Gordon, and we advised all programs and had 
limited interaction with faculty. Um, and now that we are in the schools, we have faculty members walking students right to the advise, professional advisor's door or the, to the coach. Um, they're calling the coach because maybe a student has missed a few classes and they're worried about the student. Um, and likely the, the coach has that relationship with the student to be able to reach out to them. And so the collaboration um, and the partnership has been really wonderful. And, you know, as advisors, I, I feel like I have a better understanding of the curriculum because of our relationships with the faculty members. If you work at another school and you're listening to this and you're trying to wrap your head around how you make this happen, does it take a lot of money to get it done? Or do you have the staff there and it's just a case of you're kind of repositioning everyone and getting it done in that manner with what you have? I would tell them, you can do this. There is no doubt about it. It will be a journey where you will have uh, bumps in the road. You'll have disagreements. But I think the key is that, that when you put the student at the center of what you're doing, it really, even though you disagree, it, it tends to unite everyone around that same common cause that we all agree is the point of us being here. And so, so what I would tell them is uh, to, to stick with it, to keep the student at the center of what you're doing. So the presentation that we're doing, you know, it's important for those who are attending to walk away with something. Um, something that is scalable. We are planning on talking about the communication that really goes into this and the partnership. You know, we've been able to get into some of the classrooms to introduce the success coach. Um, some of our faculty members have included a success coach throughout the semester. So that way, it's not just the success coach trying to reach out to the student, but the faculty members encouraging it as mm -hmm. well. Um, and that doesn't take money to do. That takes partnership. And the willingness to, you know, get together to decide, you know, what is in the best interest of the student? How do we work together to provide that holistic support that it's not just the academics, but we know that there's so much more um, that goes into that to help the student be successful and to reach their goals. I love that idea of bringing the success coach into class. We have so many things we offer, but students are only here for two years. So there's a learning curve and a lot of times they don't learn everything that's here until they're in their last semester. But by bringing that success coach in early, it seems like that would make a big difference. My hope is that students see that collaboration, that it really does take a team of folks behind them to encourage them to continue to keep going um, and to understand that why. why. Why am I here? Why is this important? And for the folks who are part of the schools to be able to uh, reinforce that. As we go to the students in the classroom, they start to realize that they have a team of people who have their back. And I hope that that ultimately leads back to that sense of belonging that, you know, college, I wasn't sure why I came or what I was going to get from it. And I still might not be sure, but I do know I have help and I have, I can text message someone. I, I, I could talk to my professor and they can connect me to the right help that I need. We just don't want the student feeling like they're drifting about on their own. And we think that the schools is really uh, the, the, the key piece to changing that mindset for students. They have help. They have a team of people who have their back. So in May, you both will be part of an OCC team that is presenting all this at the SUNY Student Success Summit. What's your game plan? How many of you are there and how are you going to get all this done? Because I'm sure you guys could talk forever, but you're not going to have forever to do your presentation. Sure. So there will be five of us presenting, mm -hmm. um, each coming with a very different perspective. I'll be providing kind of the, the background of 
how we got here and the why. We have uh, two of our assistant director of advising that will be focusing on their partnership with faculty, the ongoing training that we've been able to provide faculty that's specific to their schools, um, which has been really helpful, and our assistant director of um, student coaching, who will focus on the, our relationship with Inside Track um, and how the coaches, the, the new position of the coach um, has really been a, a game changer in a, being able to provide students with that support. I'm excited to talk about the text messaging and the outreach that we've done. Just giving very practical tips on how to craft some of these messages so that they come off welcoming and that it, they're not uh, generalized. We're, we're not just feeding information to students. We're actually prompting them to respond. And, and it's at that point that the relationship starts to develop. So it's it's um, in the text messaging that I'm looking forward to uh, sharing with everyone a little bit of what we've learned and and also some some areas to maybe try to avoid with texting. So, Justin and Jenna, the whole evolution of the schools thing, where are we going next with this? What are some things we'd like to see happen in future semesters? Well, we're excited to get students involved in steering where the schools will go next. We are in the process of working with our Student Government Association to get representatives from them on the school advisory board and to hear what they want the schools to look like as we continue to evolve into the future. As we settle into the schools, the staff now can turn to focus on career and transfer programming, um, really being able to connect students to career opportunities and connecting them to transfer partners within their schools. And we thank Jen and Justin for joining us. We also say thank you to our Broadcast Media Communications degree program for use of their beautiful studios here on campus. And thanks to you as well for listening. I'm Roger Mirabito. Hope you've enjoyed chatting about college. Keep listening and hit that little subscribe button after you find us at places like iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you download fine podcasts from.